Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Remarkably rich vocals sound familiar to some because Mars has been featured on hit songs by artists like Andy Mineo, The Truth, and Thizzle. Over the past couple of years, Mars has been making a name for herself in the Christian hip-hop community, despite the fact that she isn't a hip-hop artist. The hip-hop community has embraced her in the same manner that she has embraced her God-given talent to write profoundly and sing uniquely. I'm so high up, I'll never land. Martina Ferreira was born on August 4, 1985 in Bronx, New York. She grew up in a two-parent Christian household with her two older brothers. Her mom was a strong spiritual force in their home and the worship team coordinator at their church. Her father's schedule as a paramedic for FDNY didn't allow for much church, but that didn't stop the rest of the family from attending. They stayed in the church. And unlike most kids, young Martina strangely enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I I didn't know anything other than that. And my parents were very strict, so I definitely didn't know anything other than that. And and, uh, and this first church goes like, I had a lot of friends that were my age, like who were also ministry leader kids, I Mm -hmm. guess. So we just... It was the crew. We always were there every event for hours. So it was just a a way of life. I didn't know anything different, really. Everyone in her family is musical. Not only was her mom the coordinator of the worship team, but she sang backup for several gospel artists. And her dad was in a doo-wop group. Additionally, her and her brothers grew up singing and playing instruments. Getting lost in the flavor Like, it just was like gospel, like 
Ron Cannoli, like all those times. And then, you know, like then we had obviously just regular music too. And then uh, and then we had doo-wop music. So I grew up thinking that doo-wop was still the cool music, unfortunately. <laughs> like music is like always on in the house. I think I didn't realize that we were kind of weird until my friend approached me in it. And he was like in the car, like, we'll sing along. Like, and I'm like brothers or my mom or whatever and like we all have different uh i guess voice vocal ranges and we'll just pick our harmony and just sing it like along with the radio i had another friend coming in and so they were talking amongst themselves and she was like no it's normal they always sing in the car and i'm like wait that's not normal like nobody sings in the car <laughs> like, like a five-piece like choir in here Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Hi, I'm Mars Ferrer, and you're listening to Testimony, a musician story. I am weak and broken, flowing with the current, living this mundane life. I know there's more I can't deny. I can feel your touch, gentle divine rush. I cannot ignore. High school, Sheltered Mars studied music in North Carolina for two years. Once she graduated, she had a very interesting time period that included traveling up and down the East Coast with Christian hippies. I had really cool experiences. Met a lot of like ex-druggies, Christian hippies on the way, and then you, once you meet them, it's just like, yeah, let's go here, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. Like, I think, oh, I think they just, they were hippies. And then they stopped using drugs. <laughs> and like, so, you know, unfortunately, some of them, like, substitute that, that euphoria feeling, like, with 
worship or, that, you know. That high or that, you know. And so a lot of them, like, run after, I guess, signs and wonders. And that's why they're always traveling. Because whatever's the next big thing, like, it was, like, Pensacola or Bible or something crazy like that, you know. But, yeah, they just have the same exact mentality. Like, everything's all good. It's like they're permanently high. <laughs> like it's just in their veins. They can't get it out. <laughs> you know, so it was fun and it was an experience. I mean, especially me, like, I grew up in a Christian household, so it was, like, that was my way of, like, exploring the world and, and stuff like that. I definitely surrounded myself with, I guess, like, the Christian side of it, but I definitely, like, explored outside of there, too. It just happened, you know? Once Mars completed her traveling hippie experience, she moved back to New York and stayed with her brother, Manny. Unbeknownst to Mars, she was about to meet her husband and producer, Gabe, Manny's best friend, who coincidentally didn't even know Manny had a sister because she was out doing her traveling hippie thing. At the time he was like recording and stuff like that and then we were joking around. So then I was like, uh, you should give me your number so we can make music together. <laughs> it was really smooth. And uh, so, yeah, so we exchanged numbers. And then by the time I went home from the studio or whatever, he already texted me. And then we were just texting the whole week. And we had our date. Uh, I guess our first date was later that week. Our first date, this is what he told me. And this is, I think this is why we moved so fast. Um, our first date, he was like, listen, I'm not dating just to date and to have fun. He's like, I'm getting old. I'm tired of that. He's like, I'm looking for a wife. And he's like, if you're crazy, then I'm not going to deal with it. And I'm just going to leave. So don't be crazy. <laughs> oh, this is different. Like, totally different from what I was used to, you know? So I'm like, all right, let's try this out. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Welcome back to Testimony, a Musician Story, featuring Mars.
Mars and Gabe started dating that September. And the following September, they were married. Three years later, they had their son, Lydon. Obviously, their personal chemistry was on point. But musically, they were not producing good music together. It sucked at first. Um, he's like a complete hip-hop head, and I'm complete opposite, especially at that time. Like, mm-hmm. I was very, like, my acoustic guitar, playing on the side of the road, you know, mm-hmm. like, whatever. And um, what happened was, I believe he would give me these tracks and they were like basically fully produced and the synths and stuff like that. Melodies were already written. And then for me to be on top of it, it was like, it was just not connecting. Right. And he gave me one track. He just showed me like randomly and, uh, it was bare and it was just 808. Um, maybe like a sample. Now it's it. And some like atmospheric sound. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think this works like like it just stirred something yeah. in me and then I uh I actually wrote a song acoustically it was that's what I was doing at the time but I wrote an acoustic song and it was my wedding vows to him and so I put that over the track and it just fit so perfect and then he was like that's it and then so I recorded that and then he produced around me so now like that's our I guess recipe he'll give me something blank and then I just go off in it and then go revamp it around what I did. The wedding vow song she was referring to is Take Me Away off of her EP, Blur. and write an amazing song. Streetlights was written while she was washing dishes. I don't even understand, but I just, it was like, I don't know, it just happened. And then my husband came home from work and I'm like, I think I wrote a chorus to something. And he's like, yeah, let me hear you. So then I tell him, he was like, oh my God, that's insane. And he just started making drums right there and it ended up being like this insane track. 
has an incredible sound. But to most, her lyrics are queer and abstract. So it's a good thing she discussed the intent behind the title track, Blur, from her latest EP. And he was like, Blur, and he was like, what do you mean it's Blur? And I'm like, because he's like English major, so he makes sure I like use the proper tense. <laughs> like, okay, I understand what you're saying, but what are you saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you trying to say right there? So yeah. And so, um, so Blur, he was like, you mean Blur? And I was like, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was like a metaphor of like Blur in a positive way instead of a, a negative. And it was like, you know, how when we were together, our love when we were dating and the way it is now is completely different, you know? And it's like, as we move on, like it clears up, you know? And at first it's like that fast paced honeymoon stage and, and it is a blur. You're like, I don't know what's happening. I kind of like it. It's exciting, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to keep doing it, you know? And then, and then you get married and you're like, oh man, what did I just do? <laughs> like, you know, reality sets in and, in the compromising two-way streets and, you know, like, and then it takes the love and the whole nother way. Then you add a kid to that and it's like, it. what I always tell people, especially like single people, I'm like, marriage helps you realize how selfish you really are. And then when you have a kid, you realize you still are so selfish. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, oh, now it's like, oh, I can't just pick up and go whenever I want. I can't just basically just do whatever I want. I have to roll around his schedule, you know, give him a normal life, you know, like I can't just go in the studio for hours, you know, and our studio time, like we all work day jobs. team consists of her family, her husband Gabe, a producer, her brother Manny, a producer who plays almost every instrument and mixes, and Gabe's cousin Mike, who does vocal production. Prior to the release of her first project, Grave Clothes and Wedding Garments, Mars was a teacher at a Christian school. So I is like going to childcare and, and stuff like that. We're just struggling. And so he was like, it's not even worth it for you to go to work, you know? And he's like, how about you just quit for a year, do music, release it, whatever happens, happens. If it flops, you just get a job and pretend it didn't happen, you know? And like, that's exactly what we did. So we released um, Grave Clothes and Wedding Garments in April. And we got hit up like, few weeks later by Alex Medina and he was like we had scouts honored to the cover for it 
and he was looking at Scott's honor and Scott's honor just liked it and they did a video of them painting the cover with my song playing in the background one of the songs on the track and so Medina heard the song and then he was like I gotta find this girl so like he's like looking at social media blah blah I'm sorry, sure, he finds me. Then he, like, shows everybody, basically, you know, to me. And then next thing I know, I'm getting, like, all these calls for features. And it was just, like, a snowball, like, effect. It was just coming around super quick. And then, like, nine months in, I already did, like, six features for, like, the main, like, CHH, you know, artists out there. And, and then we uh, were like, well, maybe it was a good thing I quit, you know? Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. world I come in peace, peace, heart in the paint like Uncle Reese, Reese. all the homies is so often it, go hard till they go to sleep, real Christians do real things, they ain't playing on both sides, true Christians in the building, but it's so hard to co-sign, who am I to judge right, hang with Christians that blow minds, bang with them my whole life, and they know that it's go time. It is quite interesting how the hip-hop community is enamored with her sound. Mars can't even wrap her head around it. It makes no sense. It's so <laughs> surreal. I'm like, I don't understand why I'm here right now. And all right, so to be honest, so I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm just gonna be really honest. Like, so I am having like, my Twitters, I have like, I'm following more people than I have following me at the time, you know, like, and I have all these people hitting me up for features or just like trying to find out information about me and my husband of course he knows because he's a hip-hop head whatever and so he knows the chh world too and he's like do you know who just you know who you're talking to and i'm like nope <laughs> like but i'm talking to him <laughs> it's like do you know who that is it's the a and r for this and that's that and i'm like Oh, I didn't know who Alex Medina was. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> no clue whatsoever. Um, Alex Medina hit me up. and uh, But it was so funny because my husband actually knew Alex. They started producing. Because Alex Medina's from New York. Mm-hmm. So they started producing around the same time. And then they went separate ways. And 
then to, so when he realized that Gabe was my husband, then he was like, ah, like whatever, small world kind of business. But I didn't know who he was. I didn't know Joseph Prelazny, who was like the A&R for each. I mean, some people I did know. Like I knew Thistle and I knew JR. I actually really like JR. I'm a huge friend of JR. So that was cool. It's kind of fangirling about that one. But uh, other people almost like, I don't know who's talking to me. Trying to describe her sound is difficult. Her husband elegantly describes her as an experimental alternative artist with a hip-hop-inspired sound. But Mars simply calls it hippie hip-hop. I've been told that I am an artist for the artist. I would say you definitely have to have like a, a creative flair to really um, appreciate it. If not, like I like, and I see it. I'm talking from experience, <laughs> but I see it like it just goes over people's heads, you know. And it's like people who are like super, super fans of music and have like a vast knowledge of music, you know, they really they enjoy it. Or other artists, like artists that I like and that I, I guess I would gear towards is like Florence and the Machine, mm-hmm. and like. I love her. Yeah. I'm sure there's you can hear influences yeah. in my stuff, you know, like, and for her, she's like not really on the radio, you know. You just know of her because you know, because mm-hmm. you search because you're creative, like. But she's not on the radio. But then if you look who goes to her concerts, like Kanye sitting in the front row, you know. So it's like, and and I would say she's definitely an artist for the artist, you know. So. I've, I feel like I'm somewhere in that. Some people, they're just like, oh, that's cool. I don't know what it is. Like, they're just like, I don't know what's happening. Like, and then I'm like, you know what? That's cool, you know? Like, everybody has their their lane, you know? So, they're definitely a lot with the lyrics. So, nobody knows what I'm saying. <laughs> I get a lot with Incredible. Incredible is a lot with that. Um, but... It, I get it with all my songs, to be honest with you. Say my Jesus. Could be. Like, incredible. That's the biggest one. They're like, oh, that's my Jesus. And, and the bridegroom and, and the groom and his, like, whatever, table, banquet, whatever. And I'm like, if if that's how I write, I write about along the emotions. Like, that incredible feeling. Who is the person that gives you that incredible feeling? You know, and it, it could be Jesus and and that salvation and, you know, like experiencing that for the first time or it could be the first time you see your spouse and you just light up your room. It could be the first time you see your child, you know? Like, it's that, that incredible feeling. It's not Mars's song Blur, featuring Jay Gibbons, was selected for Mountain Dew's Green Label Sound Open Call, which is a search for the next big sound. Mars was one of 10 selected semi-finalists. If she wins, prizes would include a $50,000 grant to produce an album, along with other perks. I have no but 
Regardless if she wins or not, fans can expect to hear her debut full-length project this year, even if she has to release it independently. I want to get signed. We all want to get signed. I mean, independent is really cool. Like, Social Club rocks the whole independent scene. Like, they're awesome with it. But for us, it's like, we don't really like the whole marketing aspects and the ploy. We're those artists that are like, I just want to write all day. Like, you know, whatever. And uh, it kind of kills the vibe because then it's like, it taints us. Like, now when I'm writing a song, I'm like, this is going to go over well. Is this going to cross over well? Like, now I have the business mind as I'm writing instead of just the free creativity, you know? So it's like, I don't. I don't want to deal with that much longer. But I mean, if we have to stay independent, then we'll stay. I'm free in day. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. There